That's going to be interesting. His father fought in the Clone Wars. I bet it's going to be awesome. It wasn't. What's up, Story Geeks? It's Jay. And Daryl. On the Story Geeks podcast, we love to dig deeper into geek stories, science fiction, fantasy, and comic books. And today's topic is Star Wars Watch Order. So specifically, we are going to hash it out, which means we're going to share our opinions on this topic, and we are going to attempt to convince each other that we're right. It might get ugly. (laughs) Sometimes it does get ugly. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes. sometimes it does get ugly. Uh, We would love for you to join our conversation. The best way to do that is to join the Story Geeks Facebook group. It's a fantastic place to continue our discussion on Star Wars Watch Order. Uh, And then you can share your thoughts about anything geek-related. So you don't have to keep it to Star Wars Watch Order. You can throw out another topic for us to discuss or suggest things we should discuss on the podcast, which is cool. So click the link in the show notes and request to join, and we will accept your request, and you'll be a part of the crew. That's right. And really quick, before you forget, click the subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, wherever you listen to us. You don't want to miss upcoming shows. On more Star Wars topics, we've also got a Han Solo's character journey. Yep. We've got stuff coming up on The Incredibles, Jurassic World. We have our 100th episode coming Ooh, up. That's crazy. Which is awesome. Super crazy. So click that subscribe button. Absolutely. Thanks for listening in. The Story Geeks podcast is produced by the Reclamation Society. And last but certainly not least, we have two amazing guests today. So our guests today are from Network 1901. We have Dale Wentland. Dale, say hello. Hello. All right. And then from the No Midnight podcast, we have Albie Madrigal. How's it going, guys? I've never pronounced Albie's I was just name. wondering, did I pronounce yeah. that properly? <laughs> you you got it. Perfect. Right. Nice. Good job. Nice. You get a gold star. <laughs> that is awesome. So, um, Dale, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? Tell us about Network 1901. Oh, they know. I don't, no, no introduction need. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably true, but do it anyway. Uh, I'm Dale from Network 1901. We do Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, um, c- conversations with a uh, like a society societal lens. That's what we do. Um, and there's a group of us, and it's fun. And you should check us out uh, on YouTube at Network 1901 or whatever you want to look up. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Awesome podcast, too. Oh, yes. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. And speaking of awesome podcasts, Albie, tell us about what you do. Hey, guys. I'm Albie. I'm from the No Midnight Podcast. Uh, the No Midnight Podcast is a professional caliber podcast channel on all things related to history, culture, personalities, and current developments in the theme park world. We release three episodes a week, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can follow us at Tweed No Midnight on Twitter, No Midnight Podcast on Facebook, and on the gram, in my personal nerdy Star Wars page at W-O-L-F-F-I-N underscore about. Yeah, and one thing that we had to say about Albie is he's a member of the 501st. That's right. And makes some of the coolest armor you will ever see. (laughs) Not just armor, dude. That that weathered AT-AT that you did. Oh, yeah. That that, that was was a beauty. Yeah. (laughs) I guess you're going to have to follow him if you want to see that stuff, though. Check it out. Yeah, definitely definitely follow if you want to see that. Josh is probably going to be mad too because uh, he definitely gave me an elevator pitch that I'm supposed to say, but that's not how I roll. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So for those of you who don't know, because you know Dale, you probably know Dale. I mean, you've heard Dale on our podcast before. Yeah, and he's part of Network 1901, and Josh Taylor is also part of Network 1901. Has also been on our podcast before and our live show. Actually, Dale would have been on our live show too, except for Dale is nowhere near us. Right. So, I'm Canadian. Yeah. 
Canadian <laughs> land. Awesome. That's, that's right. Actually, we're just we have a full West Coast coverage today. Nice. Albie's up in Northern California. We're yeah. down in Southern California, and then yeah. Dale's up in uh, British Columbia. So that's cool. We should have got someone from San Diego. Oh, that'd yeah. have been nice. Yeah, yeah. We I'd can be... skip Seattle and and Oregon or Seattle and Portland. <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah, they don't yeah. matter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing that doesn't start with C. California. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, I definitely have like a beef with like everyone from the East Coast anyway, so it's like <laughs> Whoa, 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 what? Everyone? <laughs> everyone. Yeah, you know, I don't know. They seem so That's, my hood. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. All right, guys, so we're gonna dive into Star Wars watch order. So uh, you know, what happens out there is that as new Star Wars films come out, there's a big discussion about if you're watching these, what order should you watch them in? And we have some super expert quality people as guests because Dale has actually done a show called Discovering Star Wars on Network 1901 where someone who had not watched Star Wars before uh, went through the experiment of watching whatever order Dale put them in. Right, chronologically. There you go. There you go. So starting with episode one. Yeah, that was the first time. The the first watching was all completely chronologically with um, Rogue One put in. Nice. Oh, nice. And then, okay. And then Albie is a member of the 501st, so you have yeah. to have a watch order if you're a member of the 501st. <laughs> uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but before we dive into the specific watch orders that are out there, or before we even define what our own preferred order is, I did want to spend a little bit of time exploring the most important moments of the Star Wars films, because that can define and influence how we actually um, watch these and what order we watch these in. So my question for you guys, um, I'll start with Dale on this one, and then we'll move on to Albie. But what moments stand out to you as critical to this overarching story? Oh, um, well, winning a pod race uh, was number one, probably the most important moment in the Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) It's working! (laughs) <laughs> jar jar being appointed right. to the senate right <laughs> which oh, actually God. is hugely oh, important but whatever yeah. um uh, <laughs> the, the whole the, here's the oh, yeah we'll get into that later but why episode one doesn't need to exist even doesn't it doesn't matter if you like it or not um but uh okay. yeah the big moments well okay you know you got uh, the war. You've got the clones. That that's crazy. We were like, oh, yeah. what's the Clone War? You know, like what's that about? That's gonna be interesting. His father fought in the Clone Wars. I bet it's gonna be awesome. It wasn't. Um, <laughs> then uh, you're like, oh, cool. He's gonna be turned into Darth Vader. Uh, that's gonna be awesome. Uh, and then it was at the very end of the movie, so that was kind of like a letdown. You're like, oh, he didn't really hunt any Jedi. He just killed a bunch of kids. But that was a big <laughs> moment as well. Oh, why are uh, we laughing at that? <laughs> yeah, uh, because be, you know, well, Leia, Leia, luckily was able, to, or uh, or no, Padme was able to luckily Padme. name her name her children before, right before she died uh, from a broken heart. So that was good. That was a big <laughs> moment as well. That kind of defined the saga. Um, man, when you really go back in time like that, it really makes it seem kind of silly. Uh, then, yeah, right. um, yeah. <laughs> then uh, we got I think the Death Star blowing up the first oh actually no meeting Obi-Wan Kenobi I would yeah. say is probably a big moment uh, blowing up the Death Star um, getting his hand cut off and the big father reveal you know yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. second Death Star man I sure hope they don't yeah. make a third one <laughs> <laughs> well it was Starcase Bullet yeah, Starcase yeah. Killer 
Oh, and that uh, when Darth Vader murdered all those dudes on the ship before the Death Star plans got to the... That was pretty epic. Oh, man. That's actually <laughs> on my list, actually. Yeah, yeah those are good. This, this, Star Wars is full of moments. It's, it's, it's a beautiful story. Yeah. It's true. So, I mean... I think Dale almost covered all of them. But, Pretty I mean, much, yeah. I mean, besides the Ewok celebration. Well, uh, <laughs> that sticks, sticks could defeat Stormtrooper armor, so what's the point? Oh, God, yeah. Uh, that's true. Oh, God, that's, yeah. That's like... true. By the way, we all love Star Wars. Right, we all love Star Wars. You wouldn't know it. But yeah, you know. wouldn't know it, but we all love it. Yeah. Uh, so, Albie, what else what did, what did Daryl miss that you threw in there? Or what else did Daryl miss that you threw in there? I literally typed four pages overachiever but um to me the very first memorable moment is the opening crawl um Mm. you know you you're in a dark theater and then all of a sudden loud music starts playing and then just like these words just start appearing you're like what is going on so to me that is one of the most important ones is the opening crawl um can i I ask you a question yeah go ahead Uh, do you miss the crawl in the in like the Star Wars story films, and then also do you miss the Fox intro into the crawl um, from the sequel trilogy? I you know I actually didn't mind not having the crawl. I think it separates the the newer films, the anthology films, from the normal Star Wars films. It gives it a different feel. I actually really liked how what, what they did with Solo. Yeah, super cool. Hmm. Okay, so opening crawl. What else? You yeah. Got? <laughs> okay, so um, let's see. I have opening crawl. Um, let's see. Obi Wan versus Anakin on Mustafar. Um, the trash compactor scene in A New Hope. Um, the iconic uh, binary sunset in A New Hope. Um, Vader's force choke on uh, A New Hope. Jesus. Um, Yoda battles <laughs> Count Dooku. That was pretty epic, even though it was all. Pretty much CG. Um, <laughs> Luke's force choke. That was rad. Oh yeah, that that's actually oh, yeah. a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah, Darth Vader when he reveals his lineage to Luke. That was like a mind a beep. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, let's see what else. Um, the Moss Eisley Cantina. Uh, Han hmm. shooting first. <laughs> I mean, oh, he he did what? <laughs> Han shot first. I mean, come on. Oh. Or the most iconic uh, word ever, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I that mean, was there's... a cheap move. <laughs> it was. All the cheap. droid races. But it worked. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's so many. I mean, it just it honestly depends on your preference and what uh, moment in life you remember those. That's true. That's true. Now, now, Daryl, there, have there been any that we that we've missed thus far? Oh, yeah, okay, throne well, scene. Yeah. Sorry, let's go. Yeah, yeah I was going to say oh, throne okay. the throne. sequel, the sequel yeah, so, films. Oh, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I was going to say the throne room. Um, going back to the original trilogy, I have to say carbonite. That was uh, awesome. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I love Leia when she's like, like you have carbonation yeah. sickness. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, someone who loves you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, for me, there's a lot of stuff in Jedi that's iconic. I think maybe that's more nostalgic than anything because okay. I remember seeing it in the theater. Yeah, but yeah. Um, like as cheesy as it is, the Ewok battle, I really love. <laughs> I enjoy that a lot. See, I really I'm like the. Uh, I'm a that? biker scout. I'm a biker scout, so I don't like Ewoks. 
I, I, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the final lightsaber battle between Luke and Vader in Jedi yeah. as well. Oh, it's a yeah. totally underrated one. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of moments in the sequels for me too. Like definitely the throne room. I would say um, Han meeting Rey is pretty iconic. I enjoy that scene a lot. Mm. Yeah, when he says, it's true, all of it. Yeah, you know, exactly. That's a great yeah, moment. That's good. Or when he comes back to the Falcon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. a fantastic We're home. We're home. Yeah, We're home. I got chills so in that good. scene. Yeah. yeah. I think um, Finn has a lot of great moments too in Force Awakens. For sure. That's, that's why I oh, think it yeah. was weird that he's not the main character, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, there was another Agreed. one. I just lost it. Oh no, the uh, the lightsaber battle between Rey and Kylo at the end of Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was awesome. That, that's yeah. so beautiful. Such a beautiful scene too. Yeah. Just so well shot. I mean, we also have to say the death of Han Solo at his son's hands. For sure. That's yeah. a big moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, that was unexpected, and I know my mouth was wide open. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> they literally <laughs> just killed Han. I think the moment with, you know, um, when the Emperor – because the Emperor just is so awesome in Jedi. And uh, that yeah. moment where he's just like, take it. You know, strike me down <laughs> with all your hate. And it's like – he, and then he does, and it's the clash of the lightsaber. He's just laughing away, like <laughs> yeah. that's a, a powerful moment. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and well, I will say, I'll I'll go a little controversial here, and I'll actually throw a moment from Solo out too. Really? I think. Um, oh. It's still fresh in our minds, but oh yeah, I someday I think solo. we will look back right. very fondly on the reveal of the Marauders. Oh my God, Anthus! Uh, oh yeah. man, yeah. I, lo- I, lo- I thought that was awesome. Oh. I, was kind of, I was like, "What?" Huh? Yeah. I was like, "It's a girl." <laughs> yeah. And then it, it's a little like, girl. Yeah, are the, and like, are they the Marauders? Are like, you know, like they're the start of the rebellion? <laughs> like, is that what I'm? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. See, yeah. well, see, like to me, like the entire solo film is just iconic. One because you know, yeah, I got to go to the premiere. I did all that, but just like meeting them and then like hours later seeing them on screen, it's like whoa this is awesome so that's another thing but yeah when i met i I was was a little down by the kessel run i expected that to be more pronounced i guess yeah exactly how like how would you what (laughs) 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 exactly Um, what more needed to happen i i don't know i it just felt a little washed over to me like it it wasn't a specific thing. It was just a matter of like getting through all this crap to get into the the mines and get the thing and get out. But mm. I don't know if I thought it was going to be like a race or like a thing. I don't know exactly. I will but. say I will say two things about about Solo. One relates to the Kessel Run, and that is that it is a series of moments. It is not your traditional story arc where it's building to a climax. Yeah, yeah. it's just a lot of individual moments. Yeah, kind of patched exactly. together. Which, which I didn't mind, but I'm just saying, like, like when you look at the, so what George Lucas has done, where it's like this big sweeping brush strokes of like the next biggest thing's gonna yeah. happen. It's not that. And I should say that when I point out that about the Kessel Run, I'm not, I'm not actually saying that negatively. I like that they didn't focus on it too heavily, right? Yeah. Because then we don't have this trend. Like Rogue One is all about the many people died to get us right. this information. Like, yeah, yeah. Not, we don't have a trend of entire movies being made after well, single lines from yeah, the, the trilogy. <laughs> you know, to me, the Kessel Run wasn't like an integral part of the the, the story. Right. So, I mean, it was okay, but I mean, I'm okay with it. I mean, 
Yeah. The only thing I would say about the Kessel Run was that um, if I, I thought that I thought that the Maelstrom was super cool with the, how it was lit up. Mm -hmm. But oh, yeah. if you read the books and the description of the Ma is multiple black holes, all mm. in a cluster. Uh, yeah. And so, like, there's this, there's this, there's this kind of thought process that in order to for you to skate by and skate through the maw, you have to be so good at plotting your course that you might get sucked into any one of those black holes, not just one, right. not one, any yeah. of them. Yeah, exactly. I, so that was a little bit of a bummer for me because I was happy that it was a black hole, but I wish that instead of a giant monster creature, it just would have been like other black holes that they would have had to try and navigate through. Yeah. Another thing I'll throw out about it, Solo. It's a real Star Wars thing. Which yeah. you know, right? Yeah. It's like when they hide. Yeah. 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 Another thing I'll throw out about Solo. And you guys, if you're listening to this and if for some reason you you haven't seen Solo and you're like, oh, you haven't spoiled it too bad for me yet. I think I'll keep listening. <laughs> Stop listening because this is going to be a <laughs> horrific spoiler. But ask yourself Darth why you Maul. haven't seen oh, it. Oh, right? yes. Oh, like, yes. That reveal is going to go down in history. Man, okay, so going back to the premiere, I thought it was a little weird that Ray Park and, um, oh my God, I'm totally blanking on, um, uh. yeah, Sam Witwer. Um, I oh, was yeah. like, why are, why are they here? It's so random. <laughs> and then afterwards, you know, like we, we saw the film, you know, we're waiting in the lobby, Ray Park comes up and, you know, I'm chit-chatting with them. And I'm like, you're such a sneaky son of a bee. <laughs> because that was very unexpected and he was like yeah man i couldn't even tell my family not even my own kids i'm like that is crazy that that truly was unexpected and just mind-blowing and way to throw in like the clone wars cartoons with live action film i thought it was pretty awesome i'm just super jealous you got to talk to darth maul <laughs> Right. Oh, you have no idea. I, uh, you know, you're you're in this premiere. Like, I remember going to the bathroom, and I remember just turning around and seeing uh, George Lucas. So I'm over here peeing next to George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and then getting like, George. That is an awesome plaid shirt. Oh, yeah, I'm like, so it's how my you Thursday doing? Plaid. <laughs> yeah, and then you, you know, get me a Coke Zero. <laughs> getting a hug from like Amelia Clark and just talking to everyone like if they're like your friends, and then at the after party, you know, just I literally chatted for like over an hour with the costume designers, and it, it, it's just super surreal. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's so cool. All right, so now what I want to do is I want to just take each of your top three moments because as you define these moments, it's gonna kind of get at like where you put the watch order so if you were to say my top three moments in star wars in order yeah well, if possible but you don't oh, but you don't have right. to do them in order if you if you don't have it in order mm. then just go for it whatever you will so why don't we start this one i'll start with you daryl oh don't do that on this one okay i'll start with albie on this one <laughs> oh, oh, albie. um yeah uh, uh, okay um so my first one i feel it it, it has to be the opening crawl um, because that I just remember being a kid and just seeing that in the theater and just that blowing my mind. Uh, so that's my number one. I know it's not an actual moment, but it's a thing and it's integral to the Star Wars film. Um, oh, geez. Um, uh, Leia's uh, Help Me Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, that's my second one. Um, my third one... Oh man, this is so hard to choose. <laughs> uh, hmm. 
that's that's mm. i just uh just any uh you know i'm just gonna go with rogue one the vader's ruthless massacre at the very end because mm. that was very unexpected and it showed the true potential of the beast that vader really was and you actually got to see him see that happen when you know he was just force choking people throwing them up and down like if they were just like dolls and like killing them all and you never really got to see vader truly be like that i mean because you know in uh you, you got to see him battle with obi-wan and it was okay but you finally get to see him at his true potential yeah yeah that's awesome i love that moment so much are you ready daryl or should i go to dale go to dale uh, <laughs> Dale, what do you think um duel the fates darth maul versus obi-wan kenobi and uh qui-gon um then mm. i would go with the um the trench run on the death star and oh, then nice. i would go with um the Oh shoot! I wanted to do another one. Dang it! Oh no! Gee, it's hard, right? Uh, uh, <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. To, uh, that's such a kind of a cheesy scene, but I think it, I love it. I just kind of love with uh, I love Anakin burning with no arms and no legs after he tries to do Obi Wan Kenobi's move on him from. Oh, Earth. that's so gut wrenching! Yeah, body's cut off and burning, and he's like, "Hey, yeah!" <laughs> 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 I just love it. Um. Yeah. So those are my three. That is. Those are excellent. Darryl. Yeah. Good okay. one. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with carbonite, specifically the being frozen in carbonite scene, not the I rescue know. scene. Um, I really like that scene. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with Snoke's throne room. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. I can't yeah. go around saying yeah. that Force Awakens and Last Jedi are my favorite films and not include a moment from those films in this line of thinking yeah yeah fair enough gotta do that Hmm. and then uh see that the need to cover everything in me wants to say the the luke i am your father but yeah i don't think i really want to say that Mm. okay um (laughs) i'm gonna go off book and i'm gonna say um the uh the hoth battle oh Oh, that's a great one okay all right because i remember that being a kid, seeing that for the first time ish and seeing the, you know, the walkers coming over the horizon and stuff like that. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. So yeah, yeah. that's a good one. Carbonite Hoth battle and throne room. So mine are going to be far more traditional than you guys. Cause as I was thinking about this, Someone I was, to be. <laughs> well, I was just thinking about like, okay, so if it's related to the watch order that I'm telling someone that they should participate in, mm-hmm. I got to know which moments I feel like need to happen at the right time right sure and so for me the quintessential moment of all star wars is the empire strikes back reveal of vader being luke's father because it's like it's like the one moment in the entire saga where you're just like you like i don't know if you guys have seen this but all the parents taking video of their kids watching it for the first time yeah Um, or or their girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever like all of them right yeah and it's just like there's like their jaws hit the floor and they're like what yeah <laughs> it's, like, it's just such it's such a powerful moment because you just do not see that coming um and it's really the moment when things go from being two sci-fi movies to a saga yeah yeah exactly. like that's mm-hmm. when it's like oh crap there's a whole lot more to this yeah, yeah. Exactly. oh yeah 
And I would probably say, as a number two, I want to say the I love you, I know scene. Oh, from, yeah. Because uh, that's pretty iconic. And it's also it's also so iconic to those characters and how those characters are. Now, be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you and Jessica have the shirts? No. Okay. <laughs> no, because Jessica hates it. Okay, good. Jessica's like, he's a total dick. <laughs> like that's, so she's not that's into part that. part of the charm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, so I'm going to go with those two. Uh, and then third. Oh, this is hard. Why, why is this so difficult? Charger on the Senate. <laughs> oh, God. I no. shall grant you emergency powers. <laughs> the greatest death of all. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um I'm probably going to say the the uh oh, where am I going to go with this? When probably the Rogue One, Rogue One uh Rogue One. Hmm. Yeah, the probably with 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 Albi, I'm going to go with the Vader's massacre. Hmm. Like, that's right. pretty crazy, man. I think that's awesome. That's it's one certainly one scenes. of the most fun ones to yeah. watch. Yeah. yeah. So those are my three. So now that we've defined what some of the biggest and most critical moments are, let's take a look at some of the watch orders that are out there. So I'm going to go ahead and read off what, what some of the watch orders that I found, and then we'll just discuss those at large. So just wait. But we're not I'm, we're not revealing our own preferences. No, no, no. Yet. Don't reveal your own preferences, and okay. just just let me get through them all before we talk about them, because then that way we mm-hmm. can kind of get a get a good feel for it. Uh, first one is um, episodic, so obviously like the chronicle according to Star Wars time. The chronological, sorry, according to Star Wars time. So episode one, two, three, uh, Solo, Rogue One. Because, by the way, I haven't heard anybody talk about this since Solo came out. So yeah. we're going to be like the first ones. Uh, yeah, buddy. One, two, three, Solo, Rogue One, uh, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that'd be episodic. Uh, there's also... The Rogue One watch order, which I hadn't heard of, but I found this online. You, watch, you actually watch Rogue One first, then watch <laughs> four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, eight. They didn't have Solo, so I didn't put it in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's I'd be Rogue... curious to see where they'd put it, though. I know, huh? Where do you I put guess that one? Maybe after before Rogue One. Three? Yeah, you could put it before Rogue One. But then it's the Solo order. Yeah, right? it's not the Rogue One. <laughs> oh, that's true. true. You're that's right. True. Huh. True. You can put it after Rogue One, really. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. Doesn't because like, it doesn't have to be timeline. It's true. Uh, there's also release order, which is obvious, just with the order that they came out in real life. Quote, I'm using air quotes. Real life. Uh, four, <laughs> five, six, one, two, three, seven. Rogue One, eight. Solo. And then there's machete order. Machete. Yeah, machete order. Yeah, uh, I've never heard this one. Which is four, five, two, three, six, seven, eight. Doesn't include Rogue One. And it chops out episode one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the name of the order. So right. I, now are you guys aware of other orders that clear, I didn't list? It doesn't chop Rogue One out. It just it didn't no address one, it. No one's really talked about it. it just, yeah, no one's, one no one's came talked. Out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But it did chop episode one out. So are there any other orders that you guys have heard of? Not yours, not the one that you're going to advocate for, but that you've heard of. No, I mean, I've heard of a friend just do, like, even numbers and then odd numbers afterwards. I'm like, that's a little weird, but okay. <laughs> that's super weird. That's a good way to watch all the Star Trek Star films. Trek movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, other than those, I, I honestly haven't really heard. I think the There's, machete order one is new to me. There, so the Sky Talkers <laughs> actually created an order that's like a modified machete order, which oh. includes. Um, uh, I just don't remember the order. Oh, and I okay. can't. And okay. it was on a podcast. I would have to listen to the podcast to tell you. Um, yeah. But I know Shannon and and Sky Talkers talked about, or maybe she, they, she didn't talk to them about it, but she talked about it. Uh, on one of her videos and um yeah it it, it includes rogue one and um and uh yeah, yeah and so into the machete and, and also and also there's another order that kind of is machete but it puts one back in <laughs> like yeah right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah so there's like variations of of the, huh. the the same ones we should just advocate for uh dice order which is just you roll the dice and see what happens oh, there you go yeah yeah golden yeah. dice order totally yeah, with the yeah, dice. golden dice order <laughs> like golden dice order. disappearing golden dice order yeah. i haven't heard anybody talk about this but i think it an interesting order could be this is gonna sound mean but just to leave the prequels out altogether oh and just go <laughs> just i'm because i'm curious what that would feel like you can't now i know to watch all of it and not see the prequels but just like solo rogue one and then four bazooka order i think think the best thing about the sequel trilogies and the standalones is they're making the prequels better i agree yeah i agree yeah yeah uh so now what we'll do is we'll just talk about some of the benefits and drawbacks of each one. So like, so Dale, maybe you can start us off cause you actually walked through this order with somebody who was experiencing it for the first time. Right. What do you think about, how did episodic order go for Here's that experience? My, yeah. Like, so a lot of people get upset, like right off the bat, people are like, going to be like, why did you do that to somebody? <laughs> um, and it's for, for science. It was like, it was a test, right? It was to see, I didn't care. I didn't care about wasting Star Wars on him because the, the, the thing is, is everyone who has the all of us who's having this watch order like discussion and sometimes argument, we all were exposed <laughs> to Star Wars in a weird, in a different way, in a weird way. Most of us saw the original trilogy uh, trilogies first, or so most of us saw the new trilogies first, right? Like we we have a way that we were pr- uh, brought to it, and we've all watched it kind of in bits and pieces, and then now we watch them chronologically. So we it, it, we can't really make an educated like we can't make a real educated decision on whether or not chronological is acceptable or not because very few people have seen it chronologically you know and the people who have tend to not go on the internet and like discuss and argue about what the best watch order is Mm -hmm. and so I, i doing this with andrew he what he liked about it and what he, for him, what the Star, Star Wars first started off as was that it becomes this saga of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm. Of this guy mm. who, try, who gets this kid burdened onto him, who then tries to teach him and he never really wants to. But then he like builds a relationship with him and he gets and finally when he puts his trust in, into him, he's betrayed. And then he has to like hide his son and kind of almost re like relive his failed past and try to be successful at it. And then passes it off to Luke and the rest of the Skywalker family. And it, and it's a really interesting way to experience it. And, and we all didn't get to experience it that way. And so that's why I think the chronological order has a lot of merits in that regard. Um, and then solo doesn't need to be, you, you don't need to see the thing that sucks that solo's not doing well is that it's actually probably the best 
intro into Star Wars because you don't need to know anything. It doesn't matter that he's Han Solo. It doesn't matter that he's Chewbacca and that they're friends. It's so good that way. Uh, And you get Rogue One, so the Death Star plans and the plot holes, especially with also with Solo, um, all these plot holes and like character development with like Leet being the reason why, uh, or L337 being the reason why the Millennium Falcon is so uh, quirky is Mm. because of, right, the navigational computer. So you get all these explanations for everything before it happens. It makes the writing seem better. (laughs) You know, like when you're watching Star Wars A New Hope, you're not like, why did they build that hole there? You're like, I know why they built that hole there. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That is true. Uh, uh, and yeah, so that, that that I would say like those are the, some really good merits that we we didn't I didn't know that someone else discovered and, and let me in on the secret. Um, hmm. So yeah, so uh, that were, I would were say there some drawbacks of the to it? Ones. So those are cool benefits, but were there drawbacks to it? Well, we did a episode zero, and an episode zero was to do like, what do you know about Star Wars because you've watched The Simpsons and have lived in the world, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> and the, like the thing is, is that he knew that he knew that everyone was related, and that there was the Force, and that. Um, like Darth and Darth Vader was Luke's dad. Like that's like, that's the thing like everybody knows. So because it's such an iconic moment, it's transcended the, the films and it's in pop culture. It's like, it is just common. It's like a common knowledge for so many people, uh, especially in like North America and Western culture. Um, and, and so it, it's not a surprise anyways. Mm. <laughs> um, but you get to kind of see it from a, a kind of different perspective, and so, yeah, you know, it, um, yeah, it, it was, it was, it, it's an interesting, it was an interesting experiment, and I probably would suggest it to a lot of people. In the fact that also the pacing of episode one and two and three is a little bit more to someone who went this long without watching Star Wars yet, um, probably would be drawn to a little bit more of the flashy action sequences. Oh, that's a good point. It's a really good point. And so you kind of get somewhat of an appreciation. Also, the movies get better as they go along. (laughs) So you're kind of like, oh, that was okay. And you're like, yeah, it is okay. And then, and and it will be okay. And then you watch episode two, you're like, oh, that was kind of okay too. The the double lightsaber scene with Dooku was kind of cool and Yoda and stuff. And then uh, three, you're like, oh, Star Wars is pretty rad. That was dark. And then, you know, now you'll get the other stuff and it just it kind of it, it, it gives there's no like down, really. It doesn't like quite you could feel whatever you want about Jedi or Force Awakens or Last Jedi. Um, you oh my God, there's two things called Jedi. We can't call it Jedi anymore. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Ryan Johnson, you've ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but yeah so but um you you know you could say what you will but like essentially they're equivalent films that are you know are written better than the prequels it doesn't matter if you like them or not you can like things that aren't very well written right yeah i like that real quick before we move on to the next watch order i just want to highlight a little bit about what we've released lately so podcast episodes you can go check out um just recently we, are, we already talked about this a little bit we have a Raylo episode mm-hmm. nice controversial topic for people to dig into <laughs> um before that we have a captain america's character journey with helen o'hara from the empire podcast which was super fun to do and one of our most popular podcasts now yeah she was a super fun guest to have 
Um, and if you want to go back a little bit farther, you can dive into the Thanos controversy with us. Mm. You know, was he justified? Was he not? Yeah. And then, um, you can also hear us talk about our top geek TV shows. So those are kind of the latest episodes we've done lately. You can check out the live shows that we've recorded lately. We've got an X-Men bracket challenge. We've got some trivia based episodes on Batman and Indiana Jones. Lots of fun stuff for you guys to go out there and dig into. And you can find all of that on our blog at thestorygeeks.com. So just head over there, check it out, or head on over to our Facebook group and follow us there for all the latest news and info on what we are up to. And lastly, please consider checking us out on Patreon. We have exclusive content on there that is just for patrons that you can get access to for as little as $3 a month. Um, We love our patrons so very much, and we would love to have you guys join them. And it just helps us to make things sound a little bit better, look a little bit better, and just keep on growing the podcast. And we would love to hear what you want us to talk about over there because straight up we do episodes based on what people ask to hear about. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Literally. (laughs) Literally, we take take suggestions. Uh, One other thing you can find um, on thestorygeeks.com is links to other ways that you can support us. So not just Patreon. We actually have a brand new t-shirt shop. Uh, in fact, for those Raylo fans, we and actually mugs. have a and mugs too. Yeah, you can actually find the Raylo T-shirts on there. Also, some Story Geeks T-shirts. So, if you're a fan of the show, check those out. Um, you can find that uh, in the show notes below. We have a link, but you can go to shop.reclamationsociety.org. That'll get you there as well, or go to thestorygeeks.com and click the link. Either way, it's always easy to find that stuff. And really new and exciting thing is that modern mouse boutique is our latest sponsor uh-huh. yeah it's really cool so if you're into uh theme parks and if you like mouse ears you should definitely go check them out um what though they have some of the best mouse ears that are out there high quality super cool designs Whenever my wife wears them in the parks, she's always getting either stares or she's getting asked questions or, say, or saying, like, where did you get those ears? They're like really, really cool. Is Definitely that guy bothering that you? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's wrong with that guy next to you? Why does he, he look so grumpy? Yeah. Like, oh. Poor Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about me. I was talking oh. about me. No, yeah. I, no, it doesn't sound like it. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you can definitely check all of those out. Um, our friends Josh and Angie uh, run Modern Mouse Boutique, and they're super cool people, so it's really good to support them. Uh, if you want to get the discount, 10% off anything you get there. They actually have some trucker caps, too. So I have some of their trucker caps. Their trucker caps are awesome. There's a awesome mix volume one trucker cap that I really like. And yeah, there's also – yeah, that one's an awesome one. And there's also a uh, – uh, it's Rebel Scum hat. So Rebel Scum. The Rebel Scum will probably be the official hat of this podcast right now because why not, right? Yeah. Um, except for Albie. Albie is no. yelling Rebel Scum at the rest of us. I'm really <laughs> yelling Rebel Scum, yeah. <laughs> In so, Star Wars Galaxies, I was, on the, I was on the Empire. Oh, were you really? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If you want your discount, you got to have the promo code. The promo code is StoryGeeks, all one word, StoryGeeks. And that promo code will get you 10% off. Cool. Winning. Um, ModernMouseBoutique.com. Yes. Let's jump back into the show. Okay. So now we're just going to go into, we talked about episodic release order. Um, Now let's talk about, uh, does anybody have any strong feelings about Rogue One order? 
Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure some guys on the internet have some strong feelings about Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they do. <laughs> if if I can just take but a moment of your time, this uh, this came in three minutes ago, and I just want you to read the the cult the the environment that is that that you aren't providing, which is great, that we're having a nice discussion about Star Wars. And this is why everyone should continue to have nice discussions about Star Wars, because yes, you're, getting thing, you're getting things like this. Yeah, exactly. I haven't seen this movie, and I don't plan on it. L3 is the reason alone with so many more things. What are those many more things? You haven't seen the movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Droids don't need rights. You're taking it so literally. Yeah. <laughs> because because who cares if the bar or a cantina won't sell them drinks? It's like <laughs> I don't like they, they peep like I don't think they know it's a movies about stories and space wizards. Yeah. It's, it's so that, so, that, what is that? Is that a comment you guys got? That's, on a, the that's video? literally that one minute. Like, oh, actually, sorry. Four minutes ago was the first part of the comment. Then he was like, well, that was such a good comment. I'm going to follow up <laughs> with droids don't need rights because who cares if they can't drink in a cantina uh, they're uh. yeah <laughs> anyways i think that's the whole problem with solo <laughs> is that there's all these prejudgments yeah and people no aren't, one's even seen it they're not taking the time to just go watch it yeah exactly and, yeah and so the people that do go watch it sure not all of them love it yeah there's going to be some negative comments that come out of that too sure but then right. those negative comments get jumped on by the negative people that haven't even bothered to go see it, I know. and it all just gets worse. This is avalanche of garbage comments. It's exactly. like, just go see a movie, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I, and, and I highly encourage Solo. I think Solo is very, very good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. great. And there's, yeah. sec- and, and there's a sexy Definitely robot great. in it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, just one? <laughs> Dale, that is you, a horrible you, thing to say you about robot Donald Glover. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, uh, I think no. Solo Solo was great. I mean, we got everything we've been pretty much been asking for, wanting to see. I mean, you know, we yeah. got him meeting Chewie. We got, you know, his outlaw background, uh, him meeting Lando, his brief service with the Empire, um, the Castle Run, him getting the Falcon. I mean, it, it was great. I think it was a phenomenal movie. I don't know why people people are forgetting too. I know that the I know that Force Awakens and I know Last Jedi are more serious films, but that doesn't mean that every film in the Star Wars universe is meant to be taken as super super serious. And Solo is really not. No, no. Like if you have seen the movie, the whole point of having L three is really not to make a point about anybody's rights or non rights. It's actually meant to be a pretty funny scene. You know what I mean? Like it's it's played for it's played for comedy. It's not even something right. that is they're they're making like this big judgment call about whatever insert yeah. whatever into that film. Yeah, and, um, and if, if, if anything, it's to also like to set up like childish comedy. Like it's like like it, it like the robots, the droids, the robots. Star Wars fans get so mad when you say that. Yeah. The droids, uh, you, when you make when you when you make them when you un, when you unslave them and stuff like that, they're like jumping on computers and being funny and stuff. Like it's it was a like it's a great moment and like and it makes sense. Like you're like it might not be something you were thinking about every time you watch Star Wars, but you're like, oh yeah, people are kind of racist towards droids. Even Luke. Yeah, exactly. I loved L <laughs> three. Yeah. I mean, I thought L three was awesome, and also it sets up uh, you know the Falcons. A crazy uh, way of speaking right. to people in the older films. So I think it was great and integral part of the film, having L3 being the way she was. 
Yeah. Doesn't even doesn't our C three PO even make comment about R two D two having a hard time talking to? Yeah. Uh, what right. was it that she said that she has a funny uh, he, oh, what accent, was like fine, done, yeah. funny dialect? Yeah, there you go, funny dialect. Yeah, and then we get to see that we we know why because L three's a fiery personality. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, so back to the Rogue One watch order. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One of the things I want to make a comment on with Rogue One watch order is Rogue One is my second favorite Star Wars film. I know that's super controversial to say because a bunch of people don't agree with me on that, but I love Rogue One. I'm right there with you. So I would advocate for not watching it first because I think if you watch it first, it actually – it doesn't give you the punch that it gives you if you watch it later because you don't get a sense for – it is a tragedy with hope at the end of it and you mm-hmm. don't really get that if you don't understand the context that it appears in mm. also if you watch that first you fall in love with a whole bunch of characters who all die <laughs> yeah you right never get to see them again <laughs> True. Could, could could you argue though that it sets the stakes really high for the next films and that it, you know like it kind of almost game game of thrones you where you're like ah oh, this is my favorite i love these guys they're the best they're gonna win this war like what is happening yeah, it, yeah i mean yeah, it could. Yeah, you're right I feel like it. I feel like the reason the stakes seem high is because you already know the what it's leading to. Like I feel like right. you know the characters that are coming. But, so I, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't. It's hard to were, know without having seen it that way. But yeah. maybe I like to approach watch orders from if you were to watch it for the first time. Yeah, right? totally. Which is such a hard mental place to put myself into. Obviously. Yeah. So. <laughs> Right, and so you don't know what to expect, really, except for like the social normalcies that you've that you've been like accustomed to or that you know, yeah. right? So, so like to be like, oh, okay, cool. These are some Star Wars characters. Oh, it has all the stuff that people have told me star- stuff is in Star Wars, and like I know it's a newer one, but okay. And you're like, oh, it's like the Death Star. I know that, and like, oh, the plans. That's cool. And you're like, oh my god, and everyone died. <laughs> what happened? <Yeah. laughs> None of these. Is that going to happen in the other ones? No. Yeah, I think, I think that you could make an argument for it. I just feel like for me personally to watch that one, like because it's my second favorite one, it'd be like saying like prepare to not have the same experience again unless you kind of get to Empire Strikes yeah. Back. I also kind of yeah. feel like if you watch Rogue One first and then go into the original trilogy, you'd be like, whoa, where'd all the diversity go? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's yeah. white now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah, exactly. uh, um, how about release order? So just the way that they were released in theaters. How do you guys feel about that? I think this is the way to go. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, no. well, sorry, I, did, I was, yeah. Um, it's, it's hard to talk about it without revealing yeah. what yours are. Oh, yeah, no, I, I just totally did that. I know. Well, about yeah. spoilers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, it, it's, the, I guess, technically, yeah, it would be the, it's the version I've only ever seen, really. Um, yeah, it would be the really release orders how I've seen them, so... Um, yeah, it's been a good run so far. Now, Daryl, <laughs> you, saw, you saw Return of the Jedi first. Uh no. Oh okay. No, I saw Return of the Jedi. I think it's the first one I saw in the theater. Oh okay. Yeah. But I saw the first two before I saw it. Okay. As far as I know, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> I was two years old when the first one came out. So <laughs> right. I mean, like, right. I I might have to call my mom and ask yeah. exactly what order <laughs> I saw them go? in. But she's like, 
Well, I think you saw Solo first. You're like, Mom, <laughs> <laughs> you're not right. No. Yeah. yeah, no, I I don't remember exactly, but I do remember seeing Jedi in the theaters, and I do remember, like, understanding the chronology of it. So, mm. I mean, you know, mm. I'm not totally sure, but... Okay. Yeah. Now, let's let's just break off into machete order then. Like, how do you guys feel about that? Well, sorry, can we should we talk about some of the benefits of that? Of, oh, yeah, sure, the, sure, sure, yeah. Re- benefits of release order, sure. Um, yeah, so I, I like I think it's I think the release order is good, like and I think it's a good way to do it because there are some things that the you get revealed about the universe um mm-hmm. that like is important and plays into not having to reveal it again later on in your story. Mm. And I actually think that's probably what a lot of like I would say some of Star Wars, like the prequels suffer from that. And like, that's mm-hmm. what people kind of, b- people complained about the reverse in the, in the new trilogy where it's like, you didn't have to redo the story again and explain it to us all again. Yeah. Um, but the release orders is good. You get your big reveals that you're supposed to get. And I'm, I'm currently doing the, uh, reading the right, Ry- uh, Ryera revelations. And the writer mm-hmm. was like, yeah, like re- read them in the order I've released them in because, again like i totally skimp on the writing of the backstory in the world because you should know that so that's why they're so character focused um and yeah so i think that we kind of i think it's it's a good way to do it it's not wrong Hmm. yeah one, one of the benefits i think is a huge benefit is that you know as a writer you are intentionally controlling the way that the story plays itself out and yes. you actually try different things all the time, right? Right. I want mm-hmm. I want to know how this impacts the audience that I'm building towards, and so that's why when I think about it, I think about like when I'm talking about my top moments, I'm thinking, well, how does that top moment feel if you've already seen something else, and it just feels way different. So I'm not saying yeah. that it's got. That I'm not saying that it's wrong. George Lucas, as the writer, said, I think you should watch them in episode order: one, two, three, four, five, six. I disagree because as somebody who thinks, yeah, but you didn't release one, two, three, you released four, five, six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, a really cool watch order because it hits on all the major points you need to know and need to experience as an audience member in the, a way that I think is really powerful. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like if, if you think that way, why didn't you release them that way? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think there's, there's mystery to the characters in the original trilogy that gets violated if you watch the prequels before the original trilogy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like Darth Vader's a more interesting character when you know less about him. Well, and when she says at the, at the beginning, and when she says, "Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope," and we have never seen whoever yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi is. Right. If yeah. we've seen him, we're like, "Oh yeah, that guy. I wonder what he's been yeah. up to." Yeah, right? exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Aging still have terribly. A high ground? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just looking for the goofy Scottish dude. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I I don't know. There's just moments like that that I'm like, oh man, I would rather experience those things. Um, especially because, you know, you you're George is basically telling you it's more of Anakin's story than it is of Luke's story. Mm-hmm. Even in the original trilogy. Right. And it's like, but is it? Because it's the hero's journey is walked by Luke. Yeah. So. I think for the release order, too, I think there's something to be said for just the fact that the journey of the evolution of film has a lot to do with the journey of the Star Wars story. 
Mm-hmm. That seems a little weird to think about because it's external to the story. Yeah. But it's really not. I mean, the films look different. They yeah. feel different. And if you watch them in release order, there's an arc to that. Yeah. And it makes sense. Totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. So what about Machete Order? What do you guys feel about that? I, yeah, I've never even heard of this. So I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the but, rationale be- behind cutting out Phantom Menace other than quality <laughs> pretty much that, <laughs> is it just that? <laughs> no no I, I have a like a the like I, I kind of get on a soapbox about this because the moment the moment they're in the elevator together in episode 2 and they're talking about an adventure and about how they're friends instead of showing them on an adventure and being friends it undoes the need for everything that happens in episode one, because all that matters to the rest mm. of the story is that they're master apprentice friends going wacky adventures. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the machete order just realizes like you don't need it because it doesn't matter. Be- like nothing except now because of mall, it, nothing mattered. It didn't matter that he was like Senator Palpatine. It didn't matter that she was a young queen and met him when he was young as well, because she's like, Oh, you're older now. It's like, okay, cool. We've established that they knew each other before. Like, like, (laughs) you know, like they, they, they exposition in the first five minutes of attack of the clones, everything that they needed out that they needed to. Yeah. It was Um, was a filler film. I do think that, uh, it actually, like, for example, their relationship seems a lot more realistic. Because when you've seen, like, Natalie Portman acting with a nine-year-old, <laughs> Natalie Portman two that we years know, later. That, yeah, that we know she's going to have sex with. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So it's like, it's that, that takes away some of that awkwardness. Yeah, and Raylo creeps people out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Um <laughs> You know, so I think it's one of those things where, like, you're like, okay, you really, I think you're right, Dale. Like, you really don't need that film. So, shoot, you know know. what I just realized? What's that? If you put Anakin and Padme together, Mm -hmm. anime. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Pomodala. I don't like Machete Order only because I understand the, I think it's really creative and I actually really appreciate the fact that someone put the thought into it. That's behind it. But because it, for, because it makes two and three, a backstory flashback. Yeah. Which is right? kind of like cool. it does. It does an anime mm. like they're in the middle of their, they're at, they're in their fight and you're in the middle of this, um, epic battle. And it's like, well, this is where we've, this is how we've got here. This is how exactly. I've got here. Oh, as Darth Vader. wow. I didn't even. Yeah. Wow. Poof. Mind blown. Exactly. Okay, cool. Plus, it does you the great service of informing you on Annie's opinion of sand, which <laughs> you need to know. The, yeah. the machete order doesn't, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, no, it does because it, it does. Yeah, because it gets one loser. But what it, it does everywhere. do is it does put, well, I will say this to, to Dale's point, it does put um, the two character journeys side by side so that there's a poeticness to them. Because you have, here's Luke's character journey, but let's interrupt Luke's character journey to see how Vader got to be where he is. And now you have those two arcs that then merge together in six, and it comes as a nice bow to wrap around the whole thing. And it's something that um, one of the most popular anime 
in the world or two of them do uh, one piece in naruto like and a lot of anime does it but they have like such long series and they'll go back and be like yep 12 episodes on this guy who's about to get punched and you're like okay <laughs> cool i'm gonna feel real bad by the time this guy gets punched because like you you end up caring about every villain oh yeah 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 so i i you can't just completely throw machete order out but i will say as somebody who who there are moments in phantom menace that are terrible but there's also the pod race and there's also the the mall uh qui-gon obi-wan fight scene and those things are worthy of being watched in my gungans um yeah like there's lots of things worth it yeah yeah, so I, I I'm gonna obviously I'm I'm leaning towards not choosing that one. So why don't we go <laughs> ahead and like why don't we talk about which ones we would actually choose and give our rationales for why? So I'm gonna let Alby go first because he's already sort of he's already sort of tipped <laughs> his hat already? what he's gonna go with. Yeah. Um. Well, honestly, I just it goes back to kind of getting a feel for what that person kind of knows already, and then that kind of sets you okay, well, I should probably uh, do it this way or this way. Uh, That way, so they get a better story um, with what they know. But, like, for me personally, I I like release order because that's how they were released. And to me, it's more like memory lane. Like, okay, this part of my life, I saw this and this and this. So that's the way I put it. Uh, Release order is the story of Luke. And in the same way, like with the other one that you guys mentioned, it's, it's more like a Ben Kenobi story. So honestly, it just depends on the person and oh. what they kind of know and what kind of story you want to put them in. Like what you guys were saying as a writer, where do you want to lead them? Interesting. That That's really interesting. So yeah, you're kind of almost, you re- release order, you're having your Luke Skywalker story. With the machete order, you're having Luke and Anakin's story be told at the same time. Yeah. Um, with episodic order, you're having Obi Wan Kenobi's story lead into Luke's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's really interesting that way. So, Dale, what do you think? What, what order? What order do you recommend people watch in? Don't watch everything in order, everybody. Just like watch whatever it doesn't. No, <laughs> just, backwards. just watch them all like, backwards. It's like sometimes you can just watch Harry Potter number five. You don't have to watch one, two, three, and four first. You know? Hey, like, that's what like, I do. Yeah, right. Like it's all. Like, do I have to watch? Because then you never watch them. You're like, oh, I can't watch Lord of the Rings. It's like why? It's like well, because I have to watch Fellowship, then Two Towers, then Return of the King. Yeah. I don't have time for that. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, just because because I've I've ha- uh, hmm. if, if you've I think I think if you've seen Star Wars already, uh, I think that release order makes sense. Uh, but I think if you're introducing someone into it new, I think that episodic is is a is a really good option. Mm. Just from and you have experience. and you have a scientific proof yeah. of that. Yeah, based yeah. On right. As, as scientific as I can get, I have <laughs> proof. I haven't yeah. put it, held it up for peer review, but other than that, yeah. Which, which, by the way, you guys should go check that out. So, um, over at uh, network1901.com, you can go yeah. find Discovering Star Wars and their podcasts and uh, listen to someone discover Star Wars <laughs> for the first time, which is really cool. Yeah, yeah, it's great. It's funny what he attaches to and like the predictions he has. Sometimes you're like, "Do you know?" Or sometimes they're so <laughs> off that you're just like, you laugh. Yeah. Yeah, Obi Wan is going to be Luke's dad, isn't he? Yeah, right. Uh, 
No. <laughs> I, we don't think so, but who knows what J.J. Abrams is going to do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> true, time true, travel. true. Yeah. He's uh, going to time travel and retcon it all. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Zachary Kinto will show up. I'm like, wait, what? Uh, now all the, they're all they're all tied together. <laughs> all right, Daryl, what do you think? Uh, it has to be release order for me. Release order. Yeah. So your team, I'll be on this one. Yeah, I um I think there is something to be said for the order in which these ideas were created and released. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said before, I think um there's there's a great character mystery in the original trilogy mm-hmm. that I feel like it makes the viewing better if that mystery is intact. Mm. Um, again, I talked about the evolution of film. I think it makes more sense if you watch that grow along with watching the story progress. Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I feel like if, if we were meant to see the Skywalker saga after the prequels, then Lucas would have thought of the prequels first and done that. And then the Skywalker <laughs> saga would have come along. So yeah. that sounds simplistic and, and not very open-minded. I realize, but yeah. I think there's something to be said for that. Like this is the order that the writers came up with these ideas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it makes the most sense. And I even, I even toyed with the idea of what if you did just cut the prequels out, <laughs> but that's a large bit of history that you're cutting out and especially now that we have solo and the revelation of mall being in solo like yeah. that would just make no sense whatsoever so i don't want to cut the prequels out yeah but i do think that well, and snoke is we'll Darth see Plagueis, so. we'll see now with with <laughs> mall being in solo i feel like now this just opens up even more because then now you have to put in clone wars the the, the cartoon show into this um so that way because i feel like a lot of people might be confused they're like well didn't he just die so now he's back or what's going on so because because i did talk to someone they were who watched the film were confused as to why maul was there and i kind of explained a little bit and i'm like i can't even explain you just have to watch the entire clone wars and rebels (laughs) and all that in order to get this so now with that i feel like now you're gonna have to put in rebels and clone wars into this yeah interesting I would say, it is, yeah, it is weird to introduce a character that is already dead. Really? Right? Like, but, I mean, <laughs> this is genre filmmaking. That happens all the time. Yeah. Like, death True. doesn't mean anything. Right. Well, okay, so I have a watch order that I want you guys to react to. I'm going to call it the Eras watch order, okay? And <laughs> this, is the, this is the order that I'm, I think I would advocate for right now. And it, it's related to what Albie's talking about to a certain extent. So it's four, five, six, Rogue One, maintaining the era, Solo, maintaining the era, one, two, three, seven, eight. Hmm. So you actually know that Maul, you know, what you could say is like, wait a minute, how does Maul fit into this? Because doesn't he, didn't he die? But see, that reveals really fascinating then, right? Because you're watching yeah. Phantom Menace going like, wait a minute, that dude, we know he's he's alive. Actually, that's right? a real, that's a really good watch order. Yeah, I dig it. So so I'll, I'm I'm calling it here. It's, it's the era era's watch order. You heard it here first, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it here. You're wrong. <laughs> I, I like the way yeah, I, I like the way yeah. that it fits because like if you go four, five, six, and then you have Rogue One to fill the gap in in 
why there was a why the Death Star could blow up, right? Mm-hmm. It makes um, sense. And then you go, yeah. And then you go. So, so, th- so then it still maintains that like really interesting early era. Then you go solo because you already know where Solo's character journey has taken him, but you don't know that he's gonna die yet. Yeah, and I think that's really interesting. And you, and you don't because if you watch Solo after you know he's dead, that's okay. But it's more interesting to me if you watch it before you know he dies, because then that reveal is still big. Mm-hmm. It's mm. just more gun wrenching. So, gun wrenching, yeah. 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 Do, I think the hard know, thing for me with that, if I, I mean, I think about the evolution of film thing again. I think yeah. like there's a there's a progression from the sensibilities of the original trilogy to the sensibilities of the prequel, right? To the sensibilities of the modern films. Yes. And I feel like if you go original trilogy and then you get something that's engaging on the level of of Rogue One and Solo, right? And then you shoot back to the prequels. It's like, what the hell? <laughs> true, that is true. That would be the one major drawback of this watch order. Yeah, yeah. But you uh, still have visual, you still have seven and eight though. Yeah, you still That's have right. seven and yeah, eight. Yeah, so you you get it you get it redeemed in the end. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I feel like it that jump would be more jarring than the jump from the original trilogy to the prequels. You're probably right about that in terms of like the visual stunningness mm. of film yeah yeah and just yeah. the so, method of storytelling too yeah. i'm i'm down for all the standalones but i'm curious that because we have solo how come there's never any rumors of a leia movie yeah i don't know you know they, they covered some of her story in the books too really yeah recently. Hmm. but like like, like obi-wan kenobi like boba fett like who cares about boba fett he's not even in the movies like, it <laughs> talk about a character that should remain mysterious i mean yeah, yeah like huh yeah but, okay so you know, now like, like, why, like why don't we ever yeah who, like how who, does she get to be like why does everyone think she's so great yeah exactly yeah <laughs> or who Honestly, would you even I get to play like sorry uh, what yeah who, who would you, would you, get you even play get Leia? to play leia yeah. Well, but people said that about Han Solo. That's true. Yeah. You actually, I you know what? Like... I saw someone post a picture of Millie Bobby Brown from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, perfect. Things. There you go. Ding, 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 ding. And <laughs> I was like, perfect. you know what? I totally see this, and I'm here for yeah. it. And when can I buy yeah. my ticket? And she's English, <laughs> so she can do the accent. Yeah. There you go. I kind of feel though like, um, Last Jedi is Leia's movie in a lot of ways. I know it's not a I know it's not Leia's backstory mm. but I feel like almost the way that Solo really shines for Han well, I feel like Last Jedi shines for Leia. Mm. That's funny Even that you say that. That's funny that you say that um because uh Force Awakens was supposed to be um about Solo and Last Jedi was supposed to be about Luke and Episode 9 is supposed to be about Leia but because of what happened with Carrie Fisher they it just totally seems that that film was for K- uh, for Leia, which it really wasn't meant yeah. for Leia. Hmm. Yeah, it, do- it does seem right. like... So now it becomes about Poe, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I'm still... We, we talked about this on our Raylo episode, but I'm like, I feel like the Poe-Holdo relationship was more powerful than Raylo, if I'm being honest. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Um uh yeah i don't i don't know i I think that leia it's interesting because leia's backstory in my opinion has not been explored to the extent to which like i have no idea what was going on with leia prior to episode four but han han has had lots of stories told 
all over the place. Oh, yeah. So, like, the fact that yeah, we came yeah. out with a solo instead of a Leia is sort of weird. Like, I totally agree with you, Dale. Like, it's sort of strange that we would go with sort of the known commodity, especially when you have all the extended universe stuff about Han that's already right. out there. And you're like, okay. Well, and we even knew what Solo was going to be about because it was a collection of all the things we knew about him from the movies. Exactly. Where Leia, you could, you could, like, how did she know, how does she know how to do espionage and, like, and as a diplomat and, like, a scholar and, you know, of, like, a good fighter. And, like, she must have been training hard and, like, studying hard and, like, it went on some crazy missions. Yeah. Well, and we see we see the guy who raised her in the prequels, right? So you can tie right. that right back in, like yeah. oh yeah, definitely. They sat at, maybe they sat at their desks at, at NYPD Blue and were just like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question too. So look ahead five, ten years down the road mm. when we will supposedly have a buttload of anthology films, as they're calling them, right. Ryan Johnson trilogy included. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Is this going to matter? The watch order? Yeah. Or is it going to be so convoluted that this won't even be? Yeah. Star Wars fans, we are going to discuss this till the day we die. I know it'll matter to (laughs) us, but the farther we go and the more movies we get, it's going to be harder to pull this together. It is. Yeah. There's always going to be like an ultimate watch order, I think. But I think you'll have people to start to break them up into like, side stories versus main saga versus second saga yeah versus like tv saga because i'm gonna guess the guys who are doing game of thrones aren't getting a movie saga i'm gonna guess they're getting a tv saga yeah they're getting the tv saga for the standalone disney right uh, yeah and then favreau as well getting is getting a tv saga right well i guess uh, yeah it also depends on what era i mean they're in i mean if Oh, I really hope they do uh, Old Republic. I mean, if they do that, then definitely these will fit in before this. I mean, I mean, it just it, it depends. We don't know, really. Old Republic would be great for the Game of Thrones guys because of uh, it's more fantasy. It's even more space fantasy. Yeah, and that's the rumor. It's not like <laughs> right. It's not even space old fantasy. It's you know, it's space fantasy. Yeah. I can't wait for an Old Republic film because I love that that era of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah it's all temples and. Yeah, it's cool. Super cool. All right, guys, any final thoughts on watch order? So we've got I, – I created a, I created the era order. you got two episodic uh, – sorry, two, no, one episodic, one release order. two release order votes. Um, any final thoughts? Anybody swayed by anyone else's opinion? I will actually, say that if, uh, if I don't choose my order, I would choose uh, – I'm actually going to go Team Albie, Team Daryl. All right. I actually would go with yours. <laughs> I would go with yours. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, brand new like one now too yeah there like you go. the best i think yeah i think it i think it accomplishes mostly what the episodic does mostly what the machete does mostly what the rogue one, yeah like i think it accomplishes the most and it, it, to me it's just and, the most sensible way to watch it mm-hmm. hmm. i'd be curious dale if you can find another friend that's never seen any star wars movies if you do the same <laughs> thing but take them through oh. release order instead yeah that'd be fun Oh, through release order. Well, we all, but the, we all kind of experience release order. Like, re, I think like release order is like zero, right? Like, I think like that's the mass population. Well, we did, but if you if you do it in the context of somebody 
who didn't experience it as it was released, but somebody who mm. actually sees it for the first time all at once. Oh, in to compare order. it to the two journeys. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, that, well, I guess we have to do five of them now because we'll just do every order with a different person. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And the go. problem with that is... <laughs> yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> that sounds I, 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 think, um, I think that the one thing that I would take from all of this too is just like to be more open-minded about the release order and that mm-hmm. you can just offer people different experiences and it's not necessarily right or wrong. Yeah. True. Right. Yeah. True. Well, that's it for today's show. So special thanks to Dale and Albie for joining us guys. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, I miss you guys all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for having me. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. First time. Yeah. Next week, next Tuesday, uh, June the 12th, you can check out our Incredibles episode. We dig deeper into The Incredibles with Josh and Angie Taylor in preparation for The Incredibles 2, which comes out the following Friday. That's right. And be sure to connect with us in the Facebook group, the Story Geeks Facebook group. Let us know what your thoughts on this show are. If you have a watch order you want us to consider, throw it out there. Or if you have a favorite watch order that we've already talked about, love to hear that. Also, give us some ideas for future episodes and future guests that we should have. The link to the Facebook group, along with all the other links you need, is in the show notes. And if you enjoyed today's show or any of our shows, please share it with a friend, a geek friend or a non-geek friend. Expose them to something new. And please give us a review on iTunes. We will read those on the show. And uh, those help us get more visibility. That would be fantastic. And if you'd like to check out all of our other content or even support the show and gain access to our exclusive content, head on over to our blog at thestorygeeks.com. Yes, thanks for listening, and as always, question everything in your favorite geek stories. And always seek the truth.